You're listening to the Power Gold Podcast, bringing you the latest tips, tricks, and strategies for making gold in World of Warcraft. I'm your host, Jim Youngkin, and now, on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Power Word Gold Podcast, episode number 90. It is Jim Youngkin. You thought we'd never be back. We weren't sure we'd ever be back. But we are back. We are back. So, I'm so excited that we have a new episode of the podcast. I want to make sure that you guys know right here at the beginning. Or, no, I wanted to thank Lita. Lita, wow. From... Uh, the podcast Behind the Avatar. She had me on her show recently, so yeah, got got me all kind of back into the podcasting mood. I was going to be wanting to do a podcast, but we just finished up recording the podcast with her, and so I thought I would get episode number 90 of the podcast in. Now, one of the things that's in the past with the podcast is that You know, I've always kind of struggled, like, I need a guest with me on the show, which, you know, I definitely like having guests on the show. Um, But, yeah, a lot of stuff has kind of changed since last time we had a podcast, episode number 89. So I wanted to kind of just go over briefly what's been going on since I've been on break from World of Warcraft and then uh, catch you up on what's going on now. Um, now that Warlords of Draenor has launched, and, uh, yeah. So, welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you for listening. We plan to have regular episodes of the show going forward. Um, I plan to have regular episodes of the show going forward. Um, I'm guessing that some will have guests and some won't have guests. Um, I'm sure as the community kind of wakes back up again after... Warlords of Draenor. I've seen some of the the old standards showing up on Twitter, um, and I'm sure there's lots of new people that I want to meet during Warlords of Draenor. So, but <clears throat> um, I'm not gonna. I, I've said in the past, I'm not gonna let not having a guest stop me from doing a show. So, um, and okay. So first things first. Um, we got some new recording equipment, which we're pretty excited about. Um, we ended up getting a camcorder, and we also ended up looking at ways to improve video sound quality. Um, and after a lot of YouTube videos and experimenting, um, we were able to find a couple of pieces of equipment that we ended up are using uh, are using right now. Um, one is a digital, like a pocket digital recorder called the Zoom H1. And this is a great little recorder. It has a built-in microphone, but I'm actually not using the built-in microphone. But it has a built-in microphone, it has a preamp, it has headphones so you can listen to what you're recording, which is awesome. Um, And I have a microphone plugged into it. This was recommended from people on YouTube. Um, The Giant Squid lavalier mic so giant squid is the company and it's also the kind of mic it's like 
Zoom H1 is around $100, and the Giant Squid's like $46, so on Amazon. Um, and, yeah, lavalier mics are the mics you see, like, clipped onto the collars or shirts or whatever of people. And uh, the reason why lavalier mics are nice is because um, they bring the microphone really close to the source of the voice. And so, therefore, you can have the gain down less, so you don't get a lot of background noise. Now, I love my giant or my uh, blue snowball, which I have been using for all previous podcasts and uh, and for you know live streaming and stuff. But I'm gonna try this, so I'm recording this straight into the Zoom. Um, the Zoom H1 also has a really neat feature where you can actually plug a USB into it and plug it into your computer. So, for example, uh, the Zoom H1 with the giant squid was what I was using to record the podcast on Skype with Lita. Uh, So, yeah, I'm pretty excited. Um, I really liked the sound quality of this. I'm still testing, uh, experimenting with this, um, but I think it sounds pretty good. Um, Yeah, so, and plus it's actually pocketable. So, not that I would record a podcast while I was out and about, but uh, if I needed to, I could. I mean, I like I like recording. And also, it's not connected into my computer, so it's nothing, you know, nothing. At least, you know, I can, you know, right now I'm, you know, playing World of Warcraft. And so, or I have World of Warcraft on. Okay. So, what has been going on? So, um, basically... What ended up happening is I got a job in another state, so we relocated, um, and so uh, I was up here for about three months, and April was still in Arizona, and then April moved up here, and we were looking for a house, and we got a house, and now we moved in, and um, yeah, so <laughs> so new job, new state, um, we're no longer in Arizona, we're in Utah now. So, new new job, new state, new house, new baby, which you guys had already known about. She is going to be turning almost a year. Her birthday is coming up next month. She's 11 months. And so, yeah. So, work, baby, equals very limited time. So, <laughs> I kind of just put World of Warcraft out of my mind for the last six months while I was getting all this going on, all these big life changes. Uh, but Warlords of Draenor came out, so April's like, hey, let's get Warlords of Draenor, let's start playing, so, um, we're back in, we're back in, uh, <laughs> we're back in, uh, definitely listen to the, um, uh, Behind the Avatar episode where I'm on it, because I talk a lot more about, or, you know, more about time and time spent in the game and all that stuff, but, um, I... I'm planning to, you know, spend time in the game on a regular basis. Uh, I don't think I'll have as much time as I have had in the past. I definitely know I won't have as much time because these days it's kind of like baby's asleep or, you know, April's going to play and I'm going to play and baby's going to play in the ground or, you know, um, or baby sits on the lap and while you play. So, um... You know, I'm back in the game now, and so, yeah, I'm excited about that. So, uh, Warlords of Draenor has been released, which is exciting. I'm sure all of you guys are having fun playing it, and I'm sure all of you guys know way more about the game than I do, because I haven't been really paying attention to what's going on the last six months, but 
garrisons. Mm. So before I get too far into it, I am going to mention that um, I am going to be starting work on uh, a gold-making guide for Warlords of Draenor, although that requires me to have some knowledge about Warlords of Draenor, which means (laughs) that it also requires me playing the game. So... Just like in Missa Pandaria, um, there will be a guide at some point, um, but as far as the time frame, I don't really know. So, um, yeah, so that's the guide that's coming out. Uh, let's see. Garrisons. What about Garrisons? Garrisons are, uh, I don't know. I want to say that they're really exciting and that they're going to be a huge part of the game, but. It's yet to be seen by me. I'm sure there's lots of other people out there who, like, you know, have maxed out their garrisons and, uh, you know, know every single thing. But I am not one of those people (laughs) because, you know, I only have a small amount of time. I'm not going to be, like, the kind of person that's like, oh, man, I don't got got a lot of time to play, so I don't know anything. Um, I'm going to... (laughs) What you're going to be getting from me is basically what I'm learning as I go along, um, and and hopefully with some flavor, you know, some some flavor. I'll be hopefully be doing some live streaming when I get the chance, which is always great because I get a chance for me to interact with you guys and stuff. All right, let's see. Uh, what did I write down here? Um, okay, so let's jump into some some gold making stuff. So I got a Twitter message from somebody saying, Hey, what's the new items? What's the new uh, green items? What's the item level for them? I want to get them off the auction house. And uh, I'm like, that's a good question. Um, Let me... (laughs) So I put up a post on powerwardgold.net. So head over. By the way, we finally mm, took the plunge... We finally took the plunge and redid our theme for PowerWordGold.net. For you nerds out there, it's based on Twitter Bootstrap, and it's responsive. And uh, basically all that really means is the website will look much better on uh, iPhones and iPads. And, you know, we accidentally deleted all of our widgets! (laughs) Not all of them, but most of them. So it's actually got a little bit cleaner interface. We have a, you know, a menu bar on the top. I don't know. It's, I think it looks, you know, I think it looks great. Um, so check out Power Word Gold for that. Um, and so, yeah, I went, you know, we did a post on Power Word Gold called, uh, let's see, what was the name of the post? Finding and Flipping Level 90. Warlords of Draenor BOE Greens from the auction house. Pretty long, but that's basically what it was. Um, And the gist, the short answer is that you want to look for green items that are level 90 that are, I believe that the, let's see, the item level is, let's see, let me look what it is here. It is item level uh, 483. Four. Eighty-three. So head over to PowerWordGold.net if you want to see that article. Um, it explains how to do it with Auctioneer, 
and auctionator and um, you know you can build some saved searches and uh, essentially use those now one of the things I mentioned in the uh, in the post is that I don't know if this is actually going to be viable as a way to make money and uh, you know in cataclysm we had 77 to 80s that you could sell to people that were in Rathalich King in Warlords, we had 83 to 84s that you could sell to people, but in um, in Warlords, you have basically only level 90 items, which are definitely not as useful, uh, mainly because people already have level 90 items, so you're not really getting a boost, or, you know, you're not able to give... Basically, the only people that might want to buy these are people that are still in Mista Pandaria or leveling at the end of Mista Pandaria, but then if they're already level 90, then they probably would go straight to Warlords or Draenor. So there's a perfectly... There's a per, there's a chance that these might might not actually be even valuable. Uh, so be aware of that. I'm trying to um, sell some of these on the auction house. I'm buying them for like mm, under like 45 gold, and I'm selling them for like... Uh, two ninety five to like three fifty, and uh, I don't know the the market could just not work at all because it's you know it's definitely not similar to the market that um, that there was in Cataclysm or in War- uh, Mr. Pandaria. But that's the item level if that's what you want to do. Um, I'm going to be trying it for a while and see how it goes. Cross-faction and slash cross-realm auction houses I thought was kind of interesting. One of the things I learned... Oh, let's see. I got a WoW 10th anniversary. Mm, Let's see what we got here. Can you believe it's been 10 years? We wanted to thank you for joining us in our celebration of the 10th anniversary of World of Warcraft with this adorable, fiery fellow plucked from the Fire Lord's litter. I got a molten cor oh molten corgi wow dev team ooh, ooh, cool take attachment I don't know about you guys I always keep plain letters when I get something cool like that and I send it to one person so I have one tab of one of my guild banks is just plain letters of like all the different things I've gotten which is kind of silly but let's turn up this molten corgi here molten corgi just want to see what he looks like. Oh man, key bindings. I don't want character specific key bindings. Ha. Alright. Let's see if I can look at my Corgi again. Ah, here we go. Corgi. Corgi. Molten Cor. Oh, ooh. That's strangely adorable and frightening all at the same time. (laughs) Corgi. Super cute. Fiery Corgi with Molten Lava? Little strange. Oh, well, he'll follow me around. So, yeah, cross-faction, cross-realm auction houses. I found out this was very interesting because, um, essentially this eliminates a couple of characters I used to have. Like, I would do, like, 77 to 80, 83 to 84 items on both factions, so I had people for that, but now that you can buy... Uh, so if you're not familiar, basically the Horde and the Alliance auction houses are combined together now. Uh, and cross realm, if meaning like if your realm's connected to another realm, then 
basically got one giant auction house to work with. So, um, yeah, so that's what's going on with that. Um, but I now only need one character to basically run the auction house for my items. And also this also, uh, also, this also, um, this also means that I only need one, um, profession that I can sell to both factions. So in the past I've made, so like one alchemist on the Alliance and one alchemist on the Horde, but now I just need one on one or the other and they can sell to the other people. So, you know, there's that, um, basically required profession slots across multiple factions, uh, are a lot less now because you, you know, you no longer need both. So that could be, uh, something that, you know, it definitely could free up some slots if you only had, you know, basically before this time you had to either maybe have two accounts or you had to have the like, professions on multiple, which could mean that if you have, say, for example, your main, um, Alchemist is on the Alliance side. Now you no longer basically need any, any more Alchemists, for example, unless Alchemist might be... Alchemy might be a bad example because Alchemy can, you know, use cooldowns and stuff like that. But, you know, if it's safer, Inscription might be one, although you can do cooldowns for that too. But, I mean, I'm just saying, like, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you might end up... Um, needing less professions, which means that each of your characters can essentially have slots opened up. So if I had a glyph seller, like say I had somebody that was inscription on the horde and inscription on the alliance, but the horde one I didn't really need anymore or whatever. I could just get rid of their inscription and just make all of it. Although there's still a few limitations while you can sell and buy on the auction house, you still can't mail to the other factions. So if you need glyphs on both counts, or sorry, both sides, you might still need that person to make glyphs if you wanted it. But for just purely selling the auction house, you're essentially selling to both factions now with one, which is kind of cool. So, yeah. So maybe look at your professions and rework them. I think a lot, one of the things that we'll be talking about, hope, well, I th- I'm guessing that we'll be talking about more um, as time goes on is garrisons. Now, Garrisons, I did a post about garrisons, and essentially what I did was I just tried to kind of go through and look at one of the, I put a post up called Best Small Tier 2, Best Tier 2 Small and Medium Buildings for Making Gold, and I just would guess, I had guessed on this, but um, the ones I chose were the um, one to Disenchant, so the Enchanter Study, and the um, the other one I did for the medium was the trading post. I don't know if these are actually good or not um, because I haven't played long enough to know. But I just thought I would mention those. Um, go read the post. I go over each of the buildings and I give you an idea, um, a little bit more of an idea about you know which options there are. Um, like a lot of things in gold making, my guess is that as time goes on. Uh, there will be, you know, lots of opinions and lots of ideas and thoughts on garrison buildings and stuff like that. 
but because I'm so early in and I keep playing a bunch of alts rather than playing like leveling one character for a long time because my character that's highest is also the character I play with my wife and I don't want to level when she's not on so that guy's kind of stuck so I'm leveling a couple other characters but I also like making alts <laughs> all right so one of the other th- oh sorry about that one of the other things I've done is um um, been playing around with glyphs. I haven't made any glyphs. I was had stopped selling glyphs um, before I stopped playing, but I did have a lot of them made, and so um, I've been making about I don't know two or three, th- uh, maybe four thousand gold a day, just off of glyphs that I um, already had with me, um, and. You know, it's less glyphs, so that's kind of nice. Um, they took away some of the glyphs and made them burnt glyphs, and so the ones that were removed you don't have to worry with. So there's, I would say maybe they reduced it by, it looked like about 40% maybe they reduced the number of glyphs in the game, which means, hey, you know, more time that I don't have to worry about, um, that I don't have to worry about glyphs, you know, spending time selling the glyphs, but, um, yeah, so that's one of the things that I've been doing. Um, let's see. Yeah, I don't know. Other than that, I've just been leveling alts, um, trying to get them. I got, like, one character that has a, a, a second-level garrison. Um, so, you know, that's <laughs> that's about as far as I got on that. Um, I'm not really in a hurry. Uh, I would be most happy if all I was able to do is just enjoy myself, I guess. Um, so I would love to hear your gold making ideas. Don't let me hold you back. If you've been coming up with some great gold making ideas, I would love to hear them. And I'd actually love to have them as a guest post on power word gold. Um, Das Vamp wrote up one about some items that are, um, that have been missing from the game for a while that are back in the game can check that out um go to power word gold and look at unobtainium no more so um but yeah if you have an idea for a gold making post or article that you'd like to write for power word gold just let me know and uh yeah that could be fun um you know that way you can teach me you can teach everybody uh yeah so all right, well, I don't want these solo podcasts to go on much longer than they need to be. Um, so I've kind of covered most of the topics that um, I wanted to cover. Um, yeah, I'm glad to be back. I'm excited to play the game again. Um, it was nice to you know be away for a little while, but it's definitely nice to be back in the game. And yeah, so far, my thoughts on uh, Warlords is... Um, the world seems nice and big. Uh, the the land mounts definitely help kind of keep it feeling big, I guess, um, because you kind of have to run everywhere. Um, from things I've heard on Twitter, everybody's really enjoying leveling, uh, or some people are definitely enjoying leveling. I haven't heard tons of, like, complaints about it. Um, Cataclysm, of course, had the, you know, this is kind of recycled content, and, you know... Um, 
it was one of those things where it's like, uh, you know, this one doesn't seem to have that many complaints in that way, although, you know, who, time, time will tell, but as far as I can tell, they've done a pretty good job of, you know, honing in on some of the things like, you know, some of the the aisle, the timeless aisle mechanics for rares and some of the other fun stuff like that. Um, so I think they've, you know, they're up to 10 million subscribers again, I remember reading. So that was actually, you know, that's, that's quite good because, um, you know, before this, the highest amount of, um, subscribers that they had was 12 million in Wrath of Lich King. So while that's still 2 million off, it's like a lot, um, more than, I think it was down to something like 6 million. So, uh, I think it just goes to show you that there's probably like more, um, oh, how do you describe it? There's more people that kind of dropped off, uh, but they were just waiting for, you know, more content, I guess. So, yeah. So, all right. Well, I think that that's going to wrap it up for episode 90 of the Powered Gold podcast. Again, I'm Jim Youngkin from PoweredGold.net. Uh, tell all your friends about the podcast. Um, you can find us at PoweredGold.net. You can find the blog. You can find us on Twitter, PoweredGold, Facebook.com slash PoweredGold. We're on YouTube.com slash PoweredGold and Twitch.tv slash Jim Youngkin. We, uh, we are going to be doing some live streaming, so uh, make sure you head over to Twitch and follow us so that you know when we go live. Um, you can also get the mobile app and you can get alerts when we go live there. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think that that's going to do it. Um, I'll be, you know, potentially working on some guests for the podcast going forward, but uh, if not, then you'll just be hearing me. So, all right. Thanks everybody. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can send us an email to powerwordgold at yahoo.com, or you can just simply, uh, hit us up on Twitter at Powered Gold or leave a comment on our Facebook page. So, all right. Thanks everybody for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.